The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the HBO Boys podcast. Whether you're listening in your own home, uh, tucked in bed, or mm. or perhaps uh, in uh, near a mansion uh, with your feet in the water and taking up the, the, the Florida sunlight. Either way, only those two ways. I'm glad that you're here today. Hi, it's Ryan and that's Adam. He's also here. I'm here, and and you you know you might be potentially going to Disney World. I mean, if you're going to do that, you know, if you're in have, Florida, you should have a great time there. I'm I'm jealous. And who are you um, talking to? I'm you know I'm just talking to the ether. Of that doesn't make any sense. May or may not be in Florida at Disney because I've never gone to Star Wars World, and I really want to. Well, now that you've put that out into the ether, as you say. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it'll come true one day. I sure hope so. You're sort of, uh, you know, you put that energy out. I do. You get Star Wars back. I, I hope so. My God, that would be wonderful. It really would. Okay, today we're going to talk about uh, a few trailers were out, put out into the world. Mm. And then uh, we've been watching Masters of the Air I'll uh, I'll preface this by saying I I didn't hate I didn't hate last week's episode, but it, last week's episode was weird. This episode was wasn't bummer. that weird. Oh 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 oh! This episode was a bummer. <laughs> last week's no, episode no. was the worst of the series. So yeah, yeah yeah no, this episode was good. Yeah, right. Like it was a good episode of television, sure. yeah. but it could also be described as a huge bummer. It is a huge bummer. But not a bummer that made me mad. And no. last week was a bummer that made me mad. So like you know, different. Yeah, for sure. Either way. Uh, but I think before that, we should start with how excited we are for Dune 2, baby. Woo! Already bought those tickets. Ooh, yes. we got tickets. We did We're get seeing tickets. it in Cinemark XD uh, the mm-hmm. day after opening day. Right. Uh, so we're a little late, but whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, very excited. Thursday nights. I know. Oh, Ooh. that's right. Thursday now. Who can do that? I, I mean, I wish I still could. This is just me being yeah. old. I wish I still could get out I, there. I mean, 10.30 p.m. I, on a Thursday. I could if I didn't work. I've done it, but I work. When you didn't I work. Do that. No, so you can't do it. That's the point. Right. It's a bummer. Exactly. That's also a bummer. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Uh, but yes, we are going. My My one thing is the... I don't like the popcorn box one bit. I was going to ask if you were going to get one. I'm not going to get one. I kind of want to get one out of just sheer curiosity. <laughs> if you could, for the folks, as this is an auditory medium. Sure. Could you describe what this Dune popcorn box looks like? Yeah. So if you haven't seen it on the internet, the Dune popcorn bucket is a large um, retelling, I'll say, of the okay. sandworm from Dune. Um, and the, the whole of the, the popcorn bucket is the sand dunes mouth, 
So you have to put your hand through the mouth of the sand dune. However, sandworm. Um, the, sorry, sandworm of dune. How dare? And yes, there you go. If you've seen the first one or seen any pictures of the sandworm from dune, they have these like frilly frills on their which is teeth right it's teeth yeah i'm gonna call um, them squiggles they're like they're squiggles, squiggles that are teeth that are like long and undulating when they like approach the surface of the sand and you have to put your hands through that and it's like mm-hmm. silicone mm-hmm. Uh, and and the thing that the internet is really excited about is sure. it is it just looks like a flashlight it's it's a flashlight <laughs> like mm. <laughs> And there's a video online of the cast reacting to the popcorn bucket. Oh, were they all like, why? Why did they do this? Like, oh, that's a choice. It's so weird. (laughs) Whoever made I mean, okay. If you made this choice and and it was purposeful, where you were like, we're gonna go viral because this is so weird, then they did success. (laughs) A plus. Yeah. You did it. But in the instance where someone made this design and then everyone decided we were doing it and everyone along the way thought that it was the best idea, like the good idea. If it's that, if it's bad. that case, <laughs> I feel bad for those people because uh, this I don't I don't know if this was the way to go. I mean, it, so and the thing is, is like I, I they've only shown pictures of it, right? I, I can't mm-hmm. imagine it's small like it, it's got to be a. It's a it's it's a collectible popcorn bucket. Those are usually like the bigger ones. This is a large bucket, Adam. Yeah. So I like I can't wait to see it on display when we go see Dune. <laughs> I could do without it. I just want to see it. I don't even I don't need to have it. But I my saw, God, <laughs> I saw a picture on the Internet. I got it. I heard it was sixty dollars. That's too many for. Yeah, especially this. But like I mean, any, it's silicone, Ryan. So. Anything. I don't care. Anything <laughs> that is a receptacle for popcorn. Or is it popcorn? 50. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And how dare you? It is a weird. It is a weird popcorn bucket. And I'm Whatever. I'm here for it. I'm paying 50 bucks max for this. Okay? <laughs> yeah, take, right. ten, take 10 to off the top. Save me some 10. Yeah. And I'll get your weird bucket. But <laughs> I mean, the theater's got to make their money somehow. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) okay. Also, what happened this week very recently was that Borderlands, the trailer came out. Yeah. And uh, I I had forgotten about this movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like when it was announced, I was so excited Mm. because I play like four, five games total. I'm like the worst video game hobbyist that's ever lived <laughs> and i'm one of one bad at all of them which isn't helpful but two is i only play like four games and borderlands is a franchise that is one of those i, I didn't know that I, I was gonna ask if you played it i play every game in the assassin's creed franchise every game For in the sure. borderlands franchise and every mm-hmm. game in the far cry fan franchise and okay. then uh <laughs> Overwatch and Rocket League, and <laughs> well, now you're aren't you playing something else right now? No, With, I'm playing Overwatch you, right now. Are you, playing, are you playing that Hell Diver game? Oh well, I was playing Pal World, which is fun because it's Pokemon. It's the way you sure. want Pokemon to be. It, actually, that game really ripped, uh, but the server issues were a lot and mm. it were, were weird. But like, uh, yeah, I played a bit of Hell Divers too. Which let's get into for one sec. 
because okay. one, I wish I was better at it. Of course, mm. I'm not good at it. Mm-hmm. So that's a factor. But two is that the algorithm has been feeding me a lot of Helldivers 2. I see uh, it everywhere. And, everywhere. And it's mainly because of the gen- like the narrative of the story, which yeah. is actually, I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, I like the narrative more than I like the game. It's so, if you don't know, and I'm going to do a bad job ex- describing this, Adam, if you want to jump in, please do, because sure I, I've, I've barely played uh, Helldivers. I just know what I saw from the intro. Uh, this is a future world. It's Starship Troopers-esque, where all of the soldiers are really hyped to be killing, whether it be bugs or robots. Mm. And uh, But also, all of the world is happening simultaneously. So when you're not playing, bugs are retaking over a planet that you and the millions of other people playing Helldivers 2 spent the day clearing. Yeah. So to clear a planet, there has to be like a really dedicated effort and one side of the map has been cleared and the other side of the map, the robot side is there's they're getting into it as of the f- past few days. But also there's a thing where in this game there are game masters and they will sometimes just add stuff to instances love when you're doing it on a really hard difficulty. Oh, no. Like, if you're running through it, a game master will press a button and be like, okay, eight giant uh, spiders. Have fun. <laughs> and you, like, you can see it happen live. It's It doesn't show you that the admin did it, but it's pretty clear. Like, uh, those eight giant spiders weren't over there before. So, uh, and it's all wrapped in this, we're doing it for democracy. Uh, we're doing it for the freedom of the like we're freeing these bugs as we murder them kind of oh thing. sure yeah uh, and that's the vibe so yeah it's great <laughs> I mean it's the concept is so good but I've heard uh, there the, this is plagued with server issues because they don't time out people who are AFK it, they just stay in there so they're loading the server and keeping their spot by just being AFK yeah and that's a bummer there's also this other thing though. Where maybe they didn't think millions of people were going to play the game. Like, yeah, I, I, it's one it's of bad, those. It's a good I mean, problem to have. Good. Problem. It's the reason Power World had a tough time too. Um, I played like Wayfinder, a game nobody even knows about. I played that like four or five months ago for two days. It was really fun, but the servers were terrible. Sure, and it because it just got a surge of people from a review on YouTube, and like they they just weren't ready for it. How many great games have died and mm. they, you, and people would be playing to this day if day one server problems didn't happen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and also this this explosion of user bases, just the, the that's where we are in the world of the Internet now. Like, you know, you get one TikTok video that goes viral and you have four million people playing your game. <laughs> right. I also want to have a pal in pal world TikTok. Sure. I appreciate you talking to me about this. I'm going to actually <laughs> sort of uh, contrary to what you want me to do. Turn off my phone and go do that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Either way, the reason we started talking about this was Borderlands. Sure. That trailer yeah. looks God awful. And it bums me out. It one that I forgot it was it existed at all. I think I yeah, for sure. read the cast list uh, <laughs> earlier in last year. 
Yeah. And and just thought, oh, no. No, thank you. Yeah. It's mm, okay. So a couple of things that struck me. Okay. Yet again, another trailer that began with trailer starts now. That's like, how trailers are, obvious. Adam. But that's so dumb. We're watching the trailer. We no. know it's starting. Uh-uh. You wouldn't know unless they told you. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Thank you. Um, The producer of Uncharted. Not a great start. Um, sure. We, Uncharted we re- was bad. <laughs> yeah, we reviewed that movie. Go listen to that podcast after this one. It's yeah, not, not good. Right. Yeah, not. Well, the podcast is good. We did about the it. The podcast is great. They had Jamie also, on it. <laughs> it had Jamie on it. Don't go listen to it. I know we just said James is on it, and you're like, that guy's better than these two guys, which yeah. I, I, I'm being honest, personally agree with. But don't go <laughs> listen to that right now. Keep listening to this. Thanks. Uh, it's directed by Eli Roth. That's a little okay. redeeming. Yeah. It's a little redeeming. Seems as though the one, I'd say there's two redeeming factors. Uh, Kate Blanchett. Sure. Which I'll take. Anyway. She's great. Eli Roth. There are many other problems I have with it. One, weirdly, I'm not buying the Jack Black uh, robot voice. Claptrap to me is really important. That's the robot's name. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But he's like a huge part. Yeah. of that game and the vibe of it all and jack black never misses for me but i don't know i just sort of want it to be claptrap's voice yeah you know the cast is very hodgepodge i mean they could have used a lot of either the same voice actors or no name actors and it probably would have been received better i mean um, okay yeah. i i don't think so i mean like I give producers with all the money in the world the benefit of the doubt. If you can have Kevin Hart in your movie, then, I don't want him. No, no, no. <laughs> That's you'd be making the wrong decision financially. Yeah, sure. Right? Like think about if you're truly if you're in that seat and you're like, gosh, Kevin Hart does not fit this role, but he's in the movie for sure. Like, of course he is. You say yes to the biggest stars in the world if they say yes. But it uh, doesn't make me want to watch it. Yeah, but other people, but, will, and that's where sure that's will. where the problem is, though. Like people are criticizing the cast choice for this. At least fans of the game, which is your target audience, really. I mean, it is like the same um, with a lot of the other video game adaptations we've seen. And just having a good, solid cast that the player base is likes or is familiar with even one person. If they just, if they had all those high big name actors and then got the actual claptrap voice actor to do claptrap. Perfect. I think that would have been great. It's just enough of the original to keep the, the legacy people interested and then bring on new fans. And then I'm going to say some, a criticism that is going to be sure. too specific. Okay. <laughs> they got tiny Tino wrong. Like, Oh, they, they mm. did a bad job. And I don't think yeah. it's the actor's fault at all. Yeah. I just think the choice that somebody made to not make that character, who is the epitome of weird, just <laughs> the weirdest little girl. And But she, again, is just a huge part of what the vibe of this game is. In fact, she just got an entire game to herself, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, last year, which rules, by the way. And I played that because, again, I play all these Borderland games. Uh, so do you I'm think that do you think that it would have suffered the same fate as Cowboy Bebop's live action, where it was the character so weird that to have it be a one to one on screen just doesn't work? I mean, 
It's the same exact thing that Avatar The Last Airbender show is going to have to deal with because mm. Aang in the show is weird. And how weird do you go? Right. Like, uh, what what is when does weird have diminishing returns to a broader <laughs> audience, which is what exactly we're trying to do? Yeah, yeah, we want the last of us people who played the game to be like the base of our uh, viewership, but they can't be the only ones. It needs right. to be like they love it. And by word of mouth or advertising dollars alone, this is going to go the way that Game of Thrones went, which is like, think about the fact that if Game of Thrones was on the sci-fi channel in like 97 to 05, right? It looks a little different, but say it's the same writing. It would be a cult classic today. Sure. sure. It would be Twin Peaks, right? Where Mm -hmm. like not a lot of people have watched it, but you hear about it all the time as being really good. The fact that like and you fast forward and now we're in this place where game of thrones did what it did which is take a kind of story that usually doesn't have 20 million people watching it every week which is what happened and you now are forced it feels like in these movies you're making a la borderlands to like try to replicate that in some way it Mm -hmm. opens it opened a really wide door to a broader audience that uh producers didn't know they had access to prior and now they're like over they're overcompensating it feels like and if you want evidence of said overcompensation watch the borderlands trailer yeah <laughs> yeah you know what though too you know it being a video game adapted for screen also is a, is tough cuz the first um show to to gain extreme success i mean there's been little success in the past but extreme success is the last of us that was like how come these games never were done like this one and it's because the last of us show has the had the original game writer the original producer it used the same actor voice actors for the clickers that it used the same effects that the game it like it was a one-to-one in a lot of cases and i think to make it successful for not only the video game audience, but also the believability of it being from a video game and being something that could be in real life is getting that stuff right because the the people who are watching it for the first time aren't stupid. Uh, you you don't have to pander to them and cater to them. Uh, it, it just it, have it be as good as the, like have it be the same level as the source material. Just do um, it. Just do it. Okay. And that's I, and that's where I get ex- excited about I the Fallout know. series. The, the Fallout know. series well. looks looks pretty good. But yeah. if they like it can go so wrong. It's it will. and it, it, it I hope it doesn't <laughs> because coming. that trailer looked so great. Mm. Um yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It was a teaser trailer, but <laughs> I'm going to push back on your first point though, saying okay. the last of us was the first you know, Arcane came out in 21. Yeah, right. 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 Like for the sure. Castlevania show in 17 was so cool. The Witcher, like, you know, yeah, the Witcher, that for got, sure. Before yeah. the Witcher got weird. Halo's not a good example of Halo's this. bad. Halo's geez, <laughs> geez Louise is is Halo not going Assassin's well. Creed was bad. Guys, Uncharted was bad. Yeah, well, I was talking TV shows, but yeah, oh, yeah okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but y- you know what I mean? Like, there's very few that have done it well, but The Last of Us got that huge reception, positive reception. I mean, you could argue that The Witcher was up there too, but mm, yeah, but The Witcher didn't have Game of Thrones as like a generalized lead-in, and I know it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Th- I know it didn't go 
that to that. Yeah. Uh, but like it's on HBO now, which is a place over the last three years or seven years, eight years has completely changed. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones featuring all this other stuff. And when one of those, <laughs> all this other stuffs gets like weirdly like next to Game of Thrones, like, hey, I'm also here now. And, and Game of Thrones is like, really? All right. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't really care. I've been in the front sort of the whole time. Not looking yeah. back, but uh, yeah, we'll, good to have we'll you. We'll see how The Last of Us um, season two, season three end up um, faring. I, I hope that they do well. It's it's such oh, a yeah. cool story. Oh, yeah. They're going to be huge. Also, wait, yeah. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in Borderlands. Love that. Yeah. No. Yeah, I do love that. And, and the last thing about Borderlands uh, that I saw that made me laugh out loud was uh, I was looking at the comments of the actual trailer on YouTube. And the best comment I saw was, hey, you know the excitement you have for the Deadpool 3 trailer? Yeah, this is the exact opposite. Oh, my God. Did you <laughs> write it? Like, no. Sounded like God, I wish, I wish I did. I'm going to love this movie from the producer of Venom. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Spider-Man. And they don't tell you which one very specifically. <laughs> well, they don't have to. Yeah, okay? right. Exactly. Yeah. So if you don't have to. Just say Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Let the mind wander, perhaps. Uh, anyway, uh, do you want to talk at all about this Nick Cage thing? Or Yeah, uh, Nick Cage is, uh, I guess, rumored <laughs> to play, what is it? Uh, the okay. Prime Video's live-action Spider-Man noir, which seems weird. Sure. But I'm here for it. How much, though? I, I uh, You know what? Nick Cage, I love Nick Cage. He's sure. over the top. He's insane, but he actually is a very good actor. <laughs> yeah, of course. Are you and gonna see it in theaters though? I, I, you know what? If this is real and it comes out and it's and it looks cool, for sure I'll go see that in theaters. Is it a show? It's a show. Oh, it's a never, show. For sure mind. I'll see that in my living room. I'll see a show in theaters. I'll see it in theaters if it's playing. I'll do it right now. Yeah. Anyway, I'll I'll I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. Tell me how it yeah. is. Yeah, we'll watch the pilot. Mm, okay. And then we'll, I suppose, get to the place. Oh, wait, you said you watched a movie before we talked oh, about Masters yeah, yeah, of the yeah, Air, yeah. which I keep stalling. No, it's okay. I watched a movie. <clears throat> it's called, it, it's been out for about 10 years, but I just watched it for the first oh. time. It's called St. Vincent, and it's with Bill Murray. And have you heard of this movie? No. No? Okay. So I had heard of it, but I never cared to watch it. It's got Melissa McCarthy in it. Uh, Bill Murray is in it. It's about a Vietnam vet um, who is a next-door neighbor to a newly moved-in family. And uh, the next-door neighbor is a mother, single mother, and her son. And her son is young in middle school, I would say, uh, maybe even younger. Uh, and um, it's about the story of how he becomes very friendly with Bill Murray's character, but he's like kind of an asshole. Bill Murray's character. He's he's an old he's an old vet. He's a drunk. He gambles. He's, he plays swears Clint a lot. Eastwood. Yeah, pretty much. And it's just about the friendship that forms mm. as Vincent takes Oliver under kind of under his wing um, okay. in life, and it's actually pretty funny. I mean, it's got bill murray in it um but it's also it ended up being really really heartfelt and and in some cases very sad was there, was there tragedy there was tr there was some tragedy okay but it what it it resolved fairly well at the end but there was you know 
the tragedy wasn't anything big to the main story of the two characters. Uh-huh. It was kind of a side thing. Okay, well, don't tell us anymore. Okay. But, but the ending much. was so sweet and heartfelt. And it's uh, called, too much too. It's called St. Vincent. Yeah, you can't tell me the ending is you, sweet. You got, I, you got to watch. If you, if you have some know. time, I think it's worth a watch. I don't, I don't have um, any, so. But yeah, as of late. <laughs> oh, God, um, but the ending is is really good, and um, it it brought a tear to my eye. I watched it with my girlfriend, and we were pleasantly surprised by it because I thought it was going to be like a Bill Murray comedy movie. It mm. wasn't. It, it, no. it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was good though. Really liked it. <laughs> That's the way that people used to react uh, for dramatic turns, like in the '90s, because mm. before the internet was a thing. People would go to, you know, Truman Show and be like, why isn't Jim Carrey being funny? Yeah. Oh, they have range? I took the night off for a LARF. (laughs) Yeah. And now I don't get no LARF. Although although that did have some humorous parts in it. I mean, as did this movie. There there were some funny things that were happening on screen, but like (laughs) overarching like feel was very somber and Mm. um, yeah, it was very real, which was nice for a change. Well, uh, to get to like the opposite of somber, let's talk about Masters of the Air episode. Sure. I was doing a joke. Yeah. So everyone it's, died. Is Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, it was a real bummer. Hey, Adam, ask me how Masters of the Air of the Air is going. Hey, ha, uh, Ryan, how mm-hmm. is um, Masters of the Air uh, going? I've, I want to give it a watch. Oh, everyone's dead. Oh, shoot. Well, that's a bummer. Do you have any follow up <laughs> questions or? Uh yeah, so um, who died? Everyone. So the so the, the characters are dead. All yeah. the main characters are dead. Main. You don't even have to use that qualifier. The answer is oh, yes. All of them are dead. Everyone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so um, yeah, this is it's a bummer, man. Like I, you know, we were talking about episode four and how Austin Butler is potentially dead and Barry Coagan is likely dead. He's um, dead. He exploded. He, he absolutely is dead. <laughs> um, this show is, is stunning you because like, this is the emotional toll that these soldiers yeah. took. Like it's a, it's a real bummer. It, it's like these people who are stoic and v- incredibly good at their job are being taken out in, in a, Blink of an eye. Well, and the planes are like us. going so slow. They're going so slow, it, and it's it's so, it's so easy bright to out. Shoot at them, so and bright out, and it's during the day. Yeah, and they keep doing it, and they yeah. send some of these guys on three missions in a row, like three Unreal. days in a row. Like, because well, there is nobody else is the reason. Mm. Uh, okay, so other than everyone's dead, which everyone's not actually dead, right? Like Major right. Regan is in a bush somewhere in Germany, yeah. and he's trying to figure his life out. Sure, and Crosby's still there. He's got promotion this episode. Crosby yeah. got a promotion this episode. Crosby got a guilt promotion, not one that he got due to guilt. In fact, he got it because he's probably the best uh, navigator around for real, for real, as much as it pains me to say based on how terrible and weird he was in episode one, but you know, (laughs) growth there. Yeah. Growth growth. You gotta, you gotta allow people to grow. I felt bad for him this episode because like he got this promotion and there's so much is, is, is hanging on his shoulders now. And, Mm. and then these guys come back or do they one plane comes back and everyone else is dead. Yeah. First mission. He doesn't go on as navigator. Everybody dies. Feels real. And then you read the, he reads the note that oh. his best friend wrote to uh, 
his wife when that hit me. Uh, his best friend thought that he was dead. Mm-hmm. And whew, tragedy. Yeah, that was tragic. It was. Yeah. So, yeah, no, uh, everyone, I suppose the reality of the situation is like everyone's in purgatory right now. There are <laughs> a few characters that I think we could pretty much check off as you're not coming back. I saw you yeah. explode. Of course. But a lot of the main characters are in some sort of are they alive purgatory at the moment, which yeah. I found to be generally annoying last week. But I found to be less annoying this week. And I can't exactly put my finger on it. Why? Probably just because of like how many people are dead. Yeah. Because it's so many. There's so many. They lost like 150 maybe. I I can't remember the exact number. It was over 100 pilots in one mission. Yeah. And to be fair, I suppose, they're all red shirts, right? Mm, Like, Yeah. We didn't lose anybody major to us in this episode that was the actual thing like yeah 120 people died but we still got austin butler and are you alive purgatory and now he's joined by like one or two b characters we didn't Mm -hmm. get any of the side quests this week nothing and we still haven't seen three people who are on the poster and uh next week will be episode six so Well, so yeah. as they as they um you know die off and these these airmen are getting killed, they're bringing in new people, and this show is continuing on bringing in new people. So <laughs> this is going to continue. We we know this is going to continue. It's yeah, and it's a bummer. History tells us that the history. Yeah, I mean, history is pretty prescriptive about it. What I will say yeah. though uh, is. <sighs> Like, do you not? It did feel this way in Band of Brothers, though, is what I'll say. Like, no, I, I'm not anti it. I was last week, but I suppose when you lean into the idea to the nth degree, it just mm. kind of forces me to come around the side of like, okay, I get fine. <laughs> yes. If I say yes. Will you stop murdering everybody? Please. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Band of Brothers uh, was a little different in that respect. It followed. I mean, it does follow one company, right? But. Uh, it followed Easy Company and their journey through, um, you know, Germany and and all that stuff in France, and um, so so we had real tellings of these uh, real people, you know, and I we talked about it last week how they started each episode with the real soldiers uh, doing interviews in present day, and uh, that's just a very different vibe than what this show is. This show yeah. is here's the army or here's the airmen. Yeah. Uh, command and um this is what happens to all the guys that go up um right yeah you and can't it's do the different. old people at the front now no no especially not in masters of the air which is killing off so much so many i know because it just it lets everybody know who's alive and mm-hmm. that's a spoiler so how dare you? you can't do it yeah if you see an interview from 1940 of yeah. that person <laughs> like oh that guy's dead this uh, that, guy's, that guy died in the world yeah. war i bet <laughs> But it would be interesting to know. I mean, w- we will find out eventually it, who did survive, and um, yeah. if there are any interviews of it. It feels as though the, we're about to go to a, a ground show, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> potentially. It feels I don't know because though- they're still going to cycle in um, new airmen because they still have to take out and and complete these missions uh, yeah. for bombing. But here's the problem. I don't care about those new airmen. Oh, okay? I care about so I care about them. No, uh, uh-uh. I care Why? about like the three to four main characters. They I weren't in not, the press tour. 
I don't care if they were in the press tour. They, <laughs> they don't matter to me, Adam. They're not the main characters. Yeah, they're okay? not Austin Butler. <laughs> who, if he's alive, is on the ground. He's, they're not Major Egan, who right. he's alive and he is on the ground. Uh, navigator guy, guilty. Ground. Yeah. He's navigating from the ground. And uh, Barry Kagan, exploded. Uh, exploded. So, and then side quest guy in Germany yeah. doing a quest. And where is he doing that quest, Adam? On the ground. It's on the ground. Yeah. Okay. But, and you th- know, this is Masters um, of the Air. Masters of the Air, right. And I'm thinking that these guys had such resilience. No. And uh, yeah, I think that we're going to, if they survive these, I, no. play, I think they're going to go back up before the end of the of episode. Of course. Of course they are. Yeah. One last run. One they're last run. They're 25th. Ride. If they get, if they do this one, they get to go home is Ooh. obviously going to happen. You're going to have both main characters whom Austin Butler. I just have to assume is alive. If it, it would be bonker sauce. If that's the way <laughs> that they decided to kill off Austin or Butler from the or show. it's a very ballsy move that no puts weight into his death. I guess. How dare you? We're, we're, <laughs> God we're from, damn it. <laughs> we, what we did there was a podcasting staple of coming at something from two different perspectives. Yeah, I know. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. But I, I liked this episode. I like where the story is going. I'm intrigued to find out when they bring on the Tuskegee Airmen, when they bring on the new crews. Like, I'm interested in that as much as you may not be. Um, Austin oh, no. Butler was a means uh, to an end. No. how? Okay. Barry well, Coagan, means to an end. How, dude, what? Uh, you're off the rails. <laughs> well, in the story, anyway. Un- you? You? Unhinged. Yeah, we needed to know that uh, we needed to know them and like them and understand them. So when they died, we felt the the weight of their of, of how much they were sacrificing and every time they went up. You're heartless. <laughs> I'm heartless. You're heartless, I'm, dude. Ryan, I'm feeling it. No, nah, you don't even care about them. So <laughs> You're right. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining the HBO boys this week. If you want to hear these episodes earlier and ad free, there's a way to do that specifically. You can join the Patreon. It's you sound Patreon.com. so <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. You shut sound up. so shut up. intense. Shut up, shut up, man. I'm in the middle of something. Okay. You can talk. Continue. You don't, okay. need, my, you don't need my permission. I, I, I want it. Go ahead. Patreon.com slash HBOBOIC for more dollar a month. You get what I previously explained. Also, what you get at the end of an episode is Adam saying your name. Uh, your Patreon name, which can be anything. You really get this moment to sort of make Adam say whatever you want for a dollar a month uh, and for <laughs> less than a second a week. But uh, it's the the returns. Should I make each one of these at least a second long? No. Just so we can say it's more than a second a week? No, I don't know about that. Oh, no. Okay. Well, we'd like to thank our patrons anyway. Jamie Lochner at... Oh my God, I started Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, Adam Donging Ryan, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Craig, John Jewers, Major Woody, Butter Nichols, Susan, and Buffalo Pizzle. Uh, so, Jamie Lochner, I said your name three times already. So, <laughs> I mean, there is a $3 a month tier. Uh, Pretty cool. I and mean, uh, now you're extorting. <laughs> That's extortion. Uh, it's fine. Um, and oh. we'd like to thank Sunshine and Brent Ginn for being our $5 a month tier patrons. Thank you so much for what you give. We appreciate you. And um, if you'd like to, which we hope you do, please follow us on our socials 
at the HBO B-O-I-Z. Fun fact, I was on threads yesterday. Why? And I had started a conversation with the Rite Aid account. And if you're not sure what Rite Aid is, it is Why? a nationwide pharmacy chain here in the United States. And uh, they posted something about mayo in my coffee. And I said, don't tempt me to put mayo in my coffee. I'll do it right now. And then they responded to me and they said, do it. And I said, don't tempt me. And then we responded in gifts for four or five more responses. (laughs) That was someone's job. And I'm like, this is at 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) Yeah. So not only only was it someone's job, it was someone not like they were somewhere else, man. They were somewhere else. But also, I'm just curious, um, why is Rite Aid... Uh, talking about mayo and coffee, a, a very well-respected pharmacy chain in the United States. <laughs> are you, what are you, their PR representative? No, but like, I just want to put it in perspective for people who are unsure who who, who that is or what that is. It, like, who what? is Rite Aid? It, it does not make sense. I want to know who Rite Aid is. Um, yeah, on the inside. But if you want to get in on that shenanigans, follow us on threads because I've actually been pretty active on the threads Wait, lately. You did it with the HBO Boys account? Oh, I'm on the HBO Boys account exclusively on threads. <laughs> so, okay. This changes yeah. a lot. Okay. Uh, that's Sorry. what I'm saying. Didn't have the context. So, what you're mm. saying right now yes. is not Adam. Not Adam, Adam didn't have a conversation yesterday. The HBO with Boys. <laughs> Okay. And one of those uh, GIF okay. images Listen. was Borat going, very nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go look at it. It's fun. No, I'm okay. I got it. No, you, you explained <laughs> it to me. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> We're, uh, Ryan, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The you, HBO okay. Boys Here's is a little problem. unhinged on thread. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe. They're a little you. unhinged, and it's, yeah. it, is a, it is a vibe, man. No, you've made that clear. This is my main issue. I'm a CVS guy. Okay, uh, you know what? As am I. <laughs> so and now you're like you're talking to other pharmacies and I don't think that's cool. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll message the CVS don't. pharmacy you know threads account nope. because they also don't. have one and hey. it is also unhinged. I don't think you should. And here's why I, th- I see that I messed up here by telling you to do something else when I uh, don't do don't don't should i pit rite aid and cvs against each other on threads that'd be uh, fun right yeah no that actually would probably be fun yeah you should try but also on the same thread yeah hey d- uh, don't oh okay well if you want to see if i do that follow us on threads it'll be a fun time okay i will i'll, I'll, be, I'll be there i'll watch you know to see <laughs> what you're doing yeah <laughs> just three people in the chat it's the hbo boys yeah sonico yeah and a guy named ryan being like please stop <laughs> oh please don't do that <laughs> St- stop talking to a gas station again uh you our our account only becomes known for weird long gift battles with various corporations who aren't paying us yeah it's gonna be great <laughs> okay okay